0: What's your music name? Uh The thing I thought we could comment on, which uh, came up this week, was about Morrissey. Okay. So did you see a few weeks ago he did uh, a concert where he uh, wore a
1: fuck the Guardian t-shirt? Morrissey? Yeah. <laughs> is, is Morrissey historically anti-Guardian? No,
0: see, he basically in the last few years has fallen further and further into the world of insanity. Ah. And the far right. Oh the far right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like he appeared on a show in America wearing a what they call it, like a Fort Britain.
1: Or oh, Britain first.
0: No, I can't remember like one of the even worse ones. Like I thought Morris- I
1: thought Morrissey was like left wing. So did an entire generation. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back to the Semitone podcast. Welcome. Oh, uh, mm, mm, mm. how was your week
0: actually really good yes! yeah I'm joking Are you um, kidding me yeah oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man I thought you been that, i thought you'd been that was so worth it I thought you'd been like for a split second I like, thought oh man he's been Messing with me all week, being like, mm hmm, hmm," doing full well. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> um, uh, Let me just get my debate notes out. After. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, have you written notes before? You've <laughs> got You've become. You've become <laughs> I've never written a full sentence before. This is how <laughs> yeah. I really feel about it.
0: <laughs>
1: well, my first question is, what's their name? Pretty sure. It's modrat, like as it is spelled. Modrat, not modrat, not modrat. As you've been telling me, as for I've the last been saying year. for the last year, I, I looked on a Reddit page, <sighs> okay, and from what I could gather, because it is, it's quite a, not controversial, but there's, there's there's a bit of debate going on. Um, but I would say because it, it, it's, it's not quite Brexit, is it Tom? <laughs> not quite, but you know, you should see some of the language that appears on that thread. <laughs> The but me- <laughs> I think for the purpose of this, we're going we're gonna to stick with, with Mode Rat and, and hope that that's the correct name. And if not, we will uh, re-record it.
0: Oh no, I'll just have to listen again. Have to
1: listen to all of it again.
0: <laughs> well, my, every time I typed it in my phone, it was auto-corrected to moderate. So I'm going to call them that. Yeah, moderate. Moderate.
1: What did you think? Is this, is this your Keaton Henson?
0: Well yeah, I just yeah yeah i I feel like this is going to be an education for me i've come I've come prepared,
1: I've bought my notebook. Have you come with an open mind? um I won't get that far okay um i'm going I'm going to batter the doors to your mind in I'm naturally quite a defensive person, yeah, so a, an open
0: mind is a concept I struggle with. the doors ajar. Let's see if you can get your Okay, in. maybe I'll knock gently and see if you Knock gently and see. Yeah, so who who are who are they? So they're the guy what's he called? mod moderator. So the moderator. The,
1: mod so there is a duo techno duo, yeah. called Mod Selector. Mod Selector. Yeah. Or Mode Selector. Mode Selector. And Apparat is the solo artist. And they came together in 2008, 2009 to form Modrat, a super group. Modrat. Modrat, Modrat. Hey. A <laughs> super group. Super group. Super
0: group, super name. Yeah. So I listen. I listened to um, Modrat. Yeah. And Modrat. Um, I very quickly dove into each one of those yeah mode selector um was not a mode i would select no um i yeah i wasn't i i listened to a couple and i was sort of like no that's too that's
1: too far mm-hmm. in the sort of just techno stuff a some i don't know if you checked out yeah, the song they did with tom york yeah. You don't really get a great deal of Tom York on
0: that. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that was Tom York. No, I listened I to his. it. That's, that's about as much as I can really say. I think that's and good, Danny. You know, that's the open mind. I absorbed that sound, but Apparat. Really liked goodbye. For neither, ever. Credit song to uh, the Netflix TV show Dark.
1: I think goodbye is a beautiful song. Yes, it is. So so pretty, the voice, the haunting little. Um, I don't know what the instrument is. Um, the diddle, diddle. That was the highlight of my week. That so Apparat was the highlight of your week. I have. I want to go a bit further into Apparat because I think he's got some quite cool stuff. It made me understand Mode Rap more. Moderate. Because some songs I'd be like
0: This is odd This is sort of poppy More poppy and ethereal And other times it was like Well this? just pure techno stuff Mm. So listening to them separately Very much gave me a um, more perspective
1: Did you get anything
0: out of them? I've realised it's about context And the environment you are in If you get your penis out At an old people's home Not appropriate No Going to the toilet, necessary. Quite. Listening to Modrat whilst ironing, not appropriate. Whilst at the gym, finally started to understand it.
1: So when do you listen to them? I listen to them. So I've only quite recently, in the history of time, uh, come to Modrat. I think I did that quite well, actually. I think that's probably it. It's probably like a Mod... Mud. Mudrat. I've tried, I've really tried. Yeah. The the songs um, with words yes. helped me. I think what I thought would be hilarious is giving you an artist with very few words. <laughs> and see how you <laughs> react to that. So allow me to guide you if you want. Okay. So we'll start at, we'll start at the first album. Let us grab hands.
0: I was dreading this week, because I knew you were going to dick me over yeah. after Keaton Henson. I knew you were going to be like...
1: My, my I didn't want to dick you over, I just wanted to try and show you something new. We've known each other I long enough to, hours to dick me over.
0: <laughs> um, I was expecting bad things, but I put a new era on, and actually, I was like, oh, okay... I really enjoyed it. I, li- I put that on in my kitchen. And I was like, this is good. And then
1: I was like, okay. Then it goes on for six minutes. It goes on. So it,
0: even after six minutes, I was like, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: But, so where do you listen to that?
1: Genuinely, uh, anywhere and everywhere. It doesn't really matter to me what I'm doing when I'm listening to this. They've been the artists of 2019 for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. If, I, if I'm at a loss, I put these guys on. Uh, so... Not emotionally, just in terms of what to listen to. In case anyone's panicking about my welfare, I'm fine, it's all good. This song I enjoyed the
0: most, mm-hmm. so I feel like this is the best point at which to explain to me why this is great because I might be more on board with you at this point.
1: The thing I love about Modrat Mod is their ability to change direction in a song, they always keep me interested. They don't have a standard progression of this is the verse, this is the chorus, this is the verse and this is the bridge and this is the pre-chorus and the verse and that. It's kind of like this kind of sounds good, I like this, I like where you're taking that and I like we, we sort of, we haven't, we haven't come back to the beginning but we're going somewhere slightly different or I like the fact that they have a theme that goes on throughout and they'll add little elements, little splashes of colour just to keep you Engaged And I think that's what's good about a new era is it's not necessarily a, a three section piece, it's a continuation, an, an evolution of music where it just keeps adding some stuff, adding some splashes of color until you get to the end of the song. OK, okay. that's how I explained that in a decent way? That was like a TED talk. <laughs> um... It's probably gonna have got out before I finish this bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: I see what you mean, because I I don't get that. Mm. I I'm not I'm not listening to that going, Ooh, what's that there? I get attracted to that there is a bit of a melody I think in there. I listen to that for a bit and I go, okay, I've done 30 seconds of that, that's yeah. fine. Whereas you're looking at the entire piece and looking, oh, okay, interesting, what comes in, oh, they've done mm-hmm. that there. Whereas I don't actually think I've got the attention span to do that.
1: Mm. A good example of what I'm talking about is uh, Sick With It. <laughs> first thing that strikes me about that song is the verse if you're not expecting it, it is very alienating yes it's very different and it's not entirely tuneful it's you can't really sing along to that I'm, although I tried I'm getting taken back to Fever
0: Ray in that respect it's... yeah
1: they don't just like let him sing there's like they mess around with the vocals as well they drop it a couple of octaves and for a random line and then they Bring in this incredibly poppy chorus where the dude's singing really nicely, and it makes and it's really uplifting. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel good, makes me want to dance. Mm -hmm. But when it goes back into him singing in the verse, in the what was the alienating way in the first verse, I'm now fully on board with for the second one. It just makes sense. Do you get that? To a point, I
0: think I get alienated too easily, as in many aspects of my (laughs) life. Yeah, I see. I, I, I don't think I'm listening for that. Yeah. Um, which is why maybe I don't connect with it. I just that sounds a bit weird.
1: Right, okay. Is there anything? Because the one thing that I, I love, I love in all music, especially in this sort of genre of music, is the little noises that are so subtle, but they just feel great. So in this song, there's a little, almost like a raindrop sound just going. In the chorus, it goes dung, dung, actually, go. hmm.
0: I do understand what you mean because I was listening to them and I heard this sort of beep, 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 and I thought, Oh, that's interesting to add in there. And then I realized actually, it was just the tube doors closing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least you're listening. <laughs> I want to believe. Mm. well let, let's keep going because yes the next one on my list is a song called "Bock one can I can I go back to I Rusty Nails we will never get that impression that accent better <laughs> you can <laughs> what would you like to say about Rusty Nails um, the, I, that voice I
0: was not expecting I tried to totally imagine being at four o'clock in the morning in a tent in Glastonbury, emphasis on the word imagine yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and feeling that rise and that those beautiful sounds of his voice yeah. um, just carrying you and then mm. suddenly the synth comes and there's that rise there and that that I, I thought oh that's that's nice.
1: Yeah. It's not dance music, it's not in your face uncomfortable like compressed to the point it's squashed and it feels like it wants to break free it's very delicately processed and mm-hmm. I uh, feel like a lot of attention has gone into where and how the sounds should be coming through Rusty Nails is possibly a song I may listen to again I'm, ho- I'm hoping in hoping this we'll have a couple more uh, ones I know you definitely will not listen to are the Porks no Pork One yes he fucking loves Pork One I love Pork One Port One, the riff in Port One, well, I listened to the riff and I thought the riff's great. I love the riff. That, that song for me does many things. It's a great song if you're late at night working and you just need to get something done. Put that on loop and, and let it drift into your background, but it will keep driving you on. Mm-hmm. Also a good song to run to. So you liked Port One, you liked the riff from that. Yep. You enjoyed the first 30 seconds and then you're done. Pork 1 I listened
0: to a few times I was like, I, I enjoyed this you Pork 2, that. not bothered
1: Did you enjoy the fact that it was the same drum beat Throughout both, and it was just two separate songs Didn't notice But what I, what I also enjoy about Pork 2 uh, The Porks Is you have this <laughs> um, you got this quite um, Dramatic, anthemic Start, yeah, and this quite satisfying and um hopeful, peaceful resolve. Imagine Frodo, yeah, yeah. So, pork one is his journey to Mordor, pork two is him sailing off to the Undying Lands after, after a big hug with Sam.
0: A good porking, great,
1: <laughs> but why is that good? Why I think that those. The, the porks aren't, aren't good. It, it is, it's simply because I think it tells a really good story without any words being said. It's a bit like you listening to Hans Zimmer soundtrack without the picture and thinking you still have an emotional journey there. Yeah, because people listen to classical music. Mm-hmm. So what is my dad,
0: for example, getting out of a Ludovico Aldi, for example? Yeah. What's he getting from that that you're getting from this?
1: So it's still, it's being able to tell that story and still be emotive using very little. Okay. And that, that is interesting. It's being able to, because all very well, someone telling you a story, it's something else if you have to try and figure it out yourself. And that's, that's how I feel with the Porks.
0: (laughs) 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 I'm coming round.
1: You're, you're slowly persuading me. So that, that album was my favourite album as a whole. Okay. Um, my f- A few of my favourite songs on the next album Modrat Modrat 2. Uh, did you listen to Bad Kingdom? Yes. This is not what, you not what, you had what did you think? Something has arisen in me. Really? Been a while. <laughs> This is the first uh, moderate song that I had listened to, and okay. someone played it to me, and uh, this bassline came on, and I was reviled. I was like, "What on earth?" <laughs> dirty, filthy. Two of my favourite words. Oh. oh yeah. With and then comes in this beautiful, pure voice over the top. I initially didn't like the
0: voice, but actually, I've come around a little bit more to it really? as a juxtaposition to those hard, filthy, dirty bass lines. Mm. I I honestly thought you'd have the same reaction to me, which was just, ugh. What about the Czech shirt and the tortoiseshell glasses made you think that I wouldn't be down for a filthy, dirty bass line?
1: Just your entire personality screams, please take your bass away.
0: (laughs) I'm not all about that, (laughs) (laughs) bass. This album I struggled with a little bit because not much has massively jumped out to me. Yeah. One thing it did is I put that out that second album on the first track, Mark,
1: interlude. And the Mark interlude.
0: So that creep the fuck out of me yeah. when I first played that and I got what you're talking about, that emotion that I'd get from something like a soundtrack song. Yeah. And I played that song and I thought, you know what, I've heard this song before. It really sounds like the Annihilation soundtrack. And it turns out it was this song they used in the
1: Oh brilliant. In
0: the film. Yeah. Of which gave me a little bit of like, Yes Cameron, you're <laughs> cultured. <laughs> <laughs> the film's amazing, and the film, I think perfectly encapsulates what you're talking about of those emotions and there's lots going on, and the film is all very visual and um the audio in it messes with you, and that song perfectly fits within it
1: oh per- I mean I'm actually quite glad for them that they're like getting on t v and stuff but i don't know if that's a, a but, but like like so. Pratt
0: stuff's been. Apparat
1: yeah. stuff's he, been used on loads of things. He's been going for ages. Like, he he he, I think he released his first album in the early 2000s. Oh, god, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think he's like, this is why I haven't, got, that long, I haven't got into him because I think he's released about um, seven or eight albums. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, lot of material to try and get through, whereas it's a nice, tidy three <laughs> shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> I listened
0: to that and I was like, oh, okay, I'm in. Bad Kim Kingdom came on, and then I was like, oh, it's a bit like Rusty Nails, as well. bit, oh, there's some voice.
1: Does that not, I think, because if you listen to The Mark, and it, it, as you say, it's haunting, it's really eerie and then you get a filthy, dirty bass line. They don't let you settle on a particular feeling of discomfort, <laughs> they, they give you another thing to feel uncomfortable about. The rest of that album, uh, what's your opinion on Milk? As long as it's semi-skimmed, all good.
0: How does that work in the studio they sit around they go oh i like that bit of drum beat should we play that for two minutes 31 or two minutes 33 i think we should do two minutes 33 no i think it doesn't quite
1: that's just that's going to be a creative choice that's going to be them bopping their heads and going, i don't want anything new yet not yet not yet okay now let's bring something new yeah i've been a bit Picky. I mean, I get what you mean because sometimes a ten-minute song is an yeah. awful lot, and I think that that very much is for them. Yeah. So they do. They, I would say that they would. They are making sounds. They are fucking with audio to please themselves because they think it sounds good, and they want to push themselves technically, much like a seven-minute drum solo might do. You want to show off how good that drummer is. Yeah, and that makes you feel closer to the artist. A little bit. And if you so, I okay. I do kind of okay. get a little kick out of thinking how they done that. I'd never have the answer. It's just fun to think <laughs> about. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, no, you're 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 um, yeah, you're slowly you're slowly penetrating me. Excellent. Gently.
1: Gently. Nice. Oh, too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for me for me this album isn't as interesting as their first one, but I I prefer individual songs on it um uh, uh, just to go back to let in the light what i worried about when setting you off with these guys was that i know that they this the start of their songs are very slow so you need to be patient. And if you're patient, you'll get some real good bits. Sounds like something I could get into.
0: Mm. Very good at postponing my gratification.
1: <laughs> like these guys will edge you along. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the the only other song on that album that really took me was Damage Done.
1: Yes, it's just so fucking beautiful. Why do you like the song? I mean, like's a strong word. Um, Is it? <laughs> well, I noticed it. Oh, well, noticing's just as good as liking I noticed you. it. Yeah.
0: And actually, That's why you're so
1: lucky in love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would uh, recommend anybody to check out that song and just sit on the sofa and weep. Their next album. There was a reason why I wanted you to listen to the third album. Did you recognise it when you listened to it?
0: Yeah, it's got, it's got more words in it. Yes, and I know you um, like words. I like words, Tom. Um, running was the first song that stood out to me. So I
2: keep on
0: the voice in that... Is it the same guy who sings... In all the songs. I think so. Because there, he sounds a lot like the lead singer of Keen.
3: Oh
1: my God, he does.
0: I think possibly just in that song, sound like Tom Chaplin.
1: He's so very dancey. You clubbed That's a bit. Um, you know, Do you clubs for that bit, Tom? In the corner of my bedroom, yes. <laughs> um, put the torch on and put my ha- hand over it. <laughs> Let's get pillowy. <laughs> Let's get pillowy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my favourite songs off this album and of Modrat Modrats is Ghost Mother. I love the end of that. When it's finally over. The way he sings is 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 is, is lovely, and lovely. Love, it's lovely. Lovely. I love his voice. Absolutely love his voice. I, I wouldn't say love that I'd say nice. You think it's nice. Yeah, I think it's nice. It's a shit way to describe anything, <laughs> except for those biscuits. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was listening to that song and enjoying it, but then when it built at the end, I, I'm getting that. I'm getting the the reason you like this. Is the same reason I like Keaton Henson's instrumental album. It's those emotions that flow through me while I listen to it. Yeah,
1: I did really enjoy that Keaton Henson was the fact that he had uh, like five albums, six albums. It all told like. But Four. you had you had three of them. Were he, he was acoustic guitaring. Yeah. One of those, uh, one of which he was uh, he had a cellist. No words. And the other one, he was doing uh, a, sort of an experimental electronic album. Mm, I, it's that uh, variation. Um, yeah, and it's the same with with mod rap. It's that. It's the variation they have inside their songs. Yeah, I was struggling to pin them down to genre. <laughs> as we've talked about. Yeah, same. That, Other than the fact that they use synths. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, and they're a bit dancey, but they're also a bit poppy. I can't deal with that inconsistency <clears throat> in my life, Tom. But even in the song we were just talking about, Ghost Mother, you've, you think it's quite a poppy chorus. and it, But then it, defying pop convention by having a very, very long outro, which is, has nothing to do with the rest of the song. Yeah, it's not repeating the chorus over and over again, it's something new, but still catchy. I want to talk about reminders.
0: As soon as I heard
1: it, I thought 15 step. Oh! oh that is an interesting comparison. I just him singing with
0: the percussion, very cool. That was my favourite song on that album. Yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah. that one because yeah. I, I just heard it and I just thought. Ah. <laughs> so, I just I
1: can't understand how you would listen to this and feel bored.
0: I think because the only time I did is when I didn't, I wasn't listening hard enough. Yeah, and I wasn't because. I think you you got to understand that a lot of people don't don't look for those things that you look for. Very true. And Very people true. get caught by the the the, the melodic lyric. The big
1: fucking shiny
0: thing. Yes. Can't Work
1: harder for- people, it's worth it. You are the
0: detectorist. <laughs> <laughs> the metal detectorists of the music world. There's the the rest of you walking around just going, "Ooh, there's a big thing over there." You're, you're caressing the ground to have a look for those little nuggets of whatever the fuck you look for in an electronic
1: song. Uh, finally, I would like to talk about Intruder.
0: We've listened to that song and you've talked at me throughout the entire (laughs) song. (laughs) So now you've got to repeat all that.
1: For me, it's one of the most complete songs. Wow. Yeah,
0: okay. You're you're bringing me round in... uh, So we just listened back to that, the full song, and the fact there's about 15 different songs in one song interested me. It may be the wine speaking. It may be just watching your... Passionate, playing eyes, <laughs>
1: desperately desperately <laughs> wanting you to love them. Um, but I'm coming around. I'm coming around. I, I'm actually desperate for a piss now, so shall we? I feel like you haven't released in the last I hour and a half. anything. It's been, it's been, I'm very tired now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go and have your wee. All right, nice one, Lizzie. I wrote a poem. Oh, hit hey, me. Do you want to hear the poem? There once was a girl called Ermintrude, who wrote lyrics whilst on the tube. She was struggling to be fair, tube had few rhyming pairs, so she posted a picture of yesterday's dinner on Instagram and got thirty eight likes because creativity is dead.
1: <laughs> Cause we all thought you were going with nude. I know, I, and know, yet you do, I know you I do. <laughs> <I> do. <laughs>
0: I had nothing else to do. (laughs) That's how far away you live.
1: (laughs) That's that's
0: what I got out of that 45 minute tube journey.
1: Is it as good as my, um, oh, little sweet in the corner? What was that? Oh, little sweet in the corner. You'd probably melt in the sauna. Don't take that personally, though, you are made out of chocolate. Yes. that's right folks we don't (laughs) just do hard hitting criticism of your (coughs) favourite pop artists we're also poets I have one more poem go for it Viagra
0: rises Niagara falls
1: I think the way that you built that up it really felt like something else was coming after Niagara falls oh but that's the point no I understand it was good
0: So, Will Varley, what do you think? I actually really enjoyed him.
1: Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. did.
0: Oh, are you fucking with me? No, I'm
1: not fucking with you. I would never be so rude. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, I, I did really enjoy him. I will admit I may have looked at him... And judged him, (laughs) which I know you're not supposed to do, but I couldn't help myself. What about the cover of such book? Did you not enjoy it? His general look and face. Or What do you think he was going to look like? To be honest, exactly that. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) I wasn't surprised, and I was just like, oh, here we fucking go. (laughs) However... Pleasantly surprised Pleasantly surprised um, Yeah, really I thought he was he was good fun So how did you start? start uh, started at the beginning Of the book that I just judged By its cover nice. Flipped that page over And just got stuck in The first song of the first album Sounds of the Markets Crashing
3: I see nothing in the distance Except the burning of fuel Which rolls out of the wires And then into our brain. Fills our children's minds with
1: regret. This is what I like about Will Varley: is the fact that I find politics quite stressful. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do find politics quite stressful. Uh, well, no matter which side of the aisle you're on, it's kind of unpleasant a lot of the time. And given this internet age, it can get it, you, can, you potentially can, might not be able to escape it because if you have, hold any political view and are open with it, people are going to disagree and be quite. Um, is vitriolic a word? That is a word. Is it what I mean? I don't know whether you. People it are going to will be very r- People are going to be very rude to you. Mm. And although this is the this first album is pre-Twitter really taking off, it's quite refreshing to hear somebody have a funny take on some political stuff. You enjoy the joviality of that? Yes, I do, and I think it's we need more of that at the moment yes actually he is he's very much the folk artist for the age yes well well, this yes like I wish he would bring back this sort of stuff now but I think what he's saying and how he's saying it in his first few albums are really fun that
0: first album advert soundtrack I love I can play that through the full way the full way the full way That
1: sounds like it should make sense. That sounds like... I can play that from
0: start to finish and... um,
1: Ah, the full way. The full way.
0: (laughs) That first song just gets you straight in and you know exactly what he's about. We then come to King for a King. Before you play it, have you listened to the live version of it? No, I haven't. The first song I ever heard of him was King for a King on the EP Live at the Lighthouse. And that version is my favourite.
3: Well back twenty you're starting to run out of steam. You got no money and you can't sell your dreams you get a job in an office, like a means to an end. And you start wearing shirts and
1: losing your pride. Why why the, the lighthouse version do you do you love so much? Well oh. sorry, why the lighthouse version do you love so? <laughs> um
0: well it was the first it was the first song of his I heard and I just was completely taken in by that storytelling mm. and I've not found an artist, a contemporary artist at least, that does that. There's so many old folky artists that you talk about, you know, the poet riding on the horse through the fields, but he's taken that and he's put that in a modern context and he sings it so beautifully, and it's possibly one of the most powerful songs I've ever heard. By the fact you just go, oh. he summed up the entirety of human existence in a three-minute song, and you just go, oh, "Wow!" And you connect with it so much. And live, everyone knows the words. I know that I know every lyric to that song, and. That's it. Just connects with you on such a deep level.
1: How many other songs can you say that about?
0: Not, not many at all. And that has progression as well through the song as well. Yeah. And you, it just all works so beautifully. I do.
1: I do love those songs where you feel like they're you really are being taken on the journey.
0: Exactly. It's and, really nice. And I think I actually wanted to say this about um, mode rap, mod Moderate. rap as well. Is I think both these artists. I think we'd both be better live. Oh, I don't know. Do you not sure about Modrat, Modrat? I think...
1: think, Because I've never never considered seeing Modrat. Modrat. Live. So... It's quite interesting, because now now I do. (laughs) Now that you've said that, I'm curious. Well, they're really acclaimed as being
0: incredible live. Well, if if they're acclaimed, then I must. (laughs) Whereas Will Varley, all his best songs... I've listened to the album versions and gone, okay, yeah, that's I understand that, but there's nothing compared to standing in a room with 500 people screaming that out with yeah. everyone, and it's such a good atmosphere.
1: Is there anybody that you have gone to see live that you have felt uh, the album was better? Because um, I don't think I have. There's people who you go, oh, the songs are
0: better live, but there's certain songs that work better live, if that makes sense. So, yes. for example, all of Will Varley's stuff works better live. My, the only thing I can think of now is um, The Killers, all these things that I've done, the bit when it goes, I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier, that works so much better live because everyone sings along to it. Yeah. It creates an atmosphere.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking uh, as an opposite to that. I haven't seen them live, but of the live videos I've seen of Fall Out Boy playing Young and Menace. Okay. It hasn't worked as well as it does on the album because it was very, it's very heavily processed and it works as a studio track.
0: Okay, what other songs stood out on that album for you?
1: I actually want to say something about King Bricking. Okay, carry okay, on may please. I, may I? Get, I I, mean, I
0: could talk about that song for a bit.
1: Yeah, uh, the, the first thing that struck me about it was, and you're not going to like this comparison, but forgive me because I've heard it in this order, it reminded, it It was a much more fleshed out seven years by Lucas Graham. So, you may not like that song. Yeah. But it, it's, it, that's what it reminded me of. Because I, I did, I, I really liked The Seven Years by Lucas Graham. Because I thought it was the whole, again, the storytelling, quite emotional, sort of pop. You know, it was just, it was just a pleasant song to listen to. Then you hear King for a King. And again, so much more fleshed out. So much so more going much more, on. So much more
0: relatable as well. Yes.
1: Uh, but also the fact that it's just him and the guitar. And a uh, backing singer. Eventually, love the backing singer. Just I thought when when she came in, that was that was that was perfect, beautiful. Okay, really like that because I hadn't considered that before. Yeah, I just it just added another little element that just gelled it and made it more relatable because it's happening to other people. Quickly
0: before we carry on talking about the first album, yeah, can I talk about the song "We Don't Believe You"? Have you heard that? Uh, which album was it on? See, it's not on an album, it's on that well, then,
1: Live in the Lighthouse. No, I haven't heard it. And we don't believe
3: you, we don't believe you, we don't believe you anymore. We don't believe you, we don't
0: believe Can I do my video recommendation?
1: Let's <laughs> hit that video recommendation, folks.
0: <gasps> uh, Will Varley, We Don't Believe You, Sofa Sounds. They do videos, and he does this song so cool. to a crowd of, like, 30, and he, you can just see in his eyes how much he believes in what he's saying, yeah. and I can imagine that taking off as, like, a protest song. Yeah. Kings- what
1: else did you enjoy from that first album? <laughs> there were quite a few songs, actually. Um, advert soundtrack. <laughs>
0: I think that song really um, shows how similar he sounds to Frank Turner. For example, Reasons Not To Be An Idiot.
1: Yeah. We should it. So the, the album is advert soundtracks. Uh, yes. So this was 2011. Yeah. This came out, and yes, it's shocking how much worse things have become. Yeah. It's it's you know, so relevant, and isn't it? I, I feel like as soon as the internet got invented, we've basically been we've been being sold to constantly. Denon. And it's just it, it's a very fun way of pointing it out.
0: Yeah. It just it just can it takes all those um, elusive unconstructed feelings and hatred towards the world and puts it into three minutes and makes you go bloody
1: hell yes that is what's annoying me but it's that's the thing it was quite cool it's like it's not punk so it's not like (laughs) hatred against the system but it it, so it is hatred against the system but it's not making you want to grab something and smash smash a policeman it makes you just want to, I don't know, be a bit more active, a bit more thoughtful about what you're consuming. I hadn't made the punk comparison, actually.
0: You're so right. And, and that's what I love about him is he brings those elements of absolute classic folk. Classic folk was all about storytelling and heartwarmingness. heartwarming-ness. Almost. Yes, you're right. And he takes that and he puts a political spin on it, which yeah. I think is fantastic. My other highlight from that album is "Monkey on a Rock."
3: I am just a monkey on a rock. I'm just a monkey on a rock. I swam through my father's cock, and I'm just a
0: monkey on a
1: rock. This is this is this is very juvenile of me, but I love the fact that he swears. It's
0: it's just fun. It's just really fun. It
1: is really fun, and it, it just makes you think. It's good fun. Just a monkey on a rock. We all swam monkeys through his on a rock. Father's a cock. Yeah. As we all do. There's yeah. no escaping that, unfortunately. I have nothing more to say on that song. Another, I think the final highlight for me was The Flood.
3: Thanks, they are bursting in their own design. Build them out, boys. We don't have much time.
1: This was the first song on the album where I was like, musically, it was like, that's it. That's that's what I want. I want these minor chord progressions. I want to feel sorrow. Yeah. Uh, I want to. I want to feel guilt for persecuting the Irish. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Have you ever investigated the Dubliners? No. <laughs> I I
0: I I sort of wanted to give you Wool Valley just as like a, to dip your toes in the world of like pure folk. So the best Dubliners song by a long way is. Um fuck, I've forgotten the song. the merry started the girls
1: This is on fucking Sherlock Holmes.
0: Yeah. This is such
1: a fucking good it's song. Good
0: song.
1: <laughs> so the
0: best Dubliner song is The Rocky Road to Dublin. Please investigate the is this when he, Is this when he's decking the dude? <laughs> it's when he's having the organised fist fight. That's, it's when he's having a fight. I can't remember. It's, no, it's, it's when
1: he, wait, so he's in the bar and he's having an organised fist fight with this dude yeah. and he's pretending to be decked so he, people yeah. will bet against him. And then he's suddenly like, crack chest. Yeah. Fist to temple. Dazed, confused. I think that's. 30 the, seconds.
0: <laughs> I think that's the best folk song ever written.
1: Oh, whoa. Big claim. Big claim, Cameron. <laughs> That's huge. Next album. Um, That started to... I started to enjoy that. What's it called? As the Crow Flies.
0: Yes. So to tour, I think this album and maybe the first album, he did literally a walking tour. He took his guitar. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, He took really a cool. ten. He walked between towns. How incredibly... There's nothing folky
1: is Do that? you not want to read that and think, I want to do that?
0: I want to do that.
1: Yeah. So the first highlight of As the Crow Flies for me was Blood and Bone. Men are
3: made from blood and bone, like metal made from dust. Men are bound to die alone, like metal's bound to rust.
0: That's a classic sort of folky riff. It sounds a little bit, have you ever heard... Boy From The North by Monica Helder.
3: Oh
1: Blood to Bone. bone. <laughs> Good, isn't it? What does children What that tune. tune. Yeah, Blood to Bone is an amazing song. I really, really love that. I thought it, the, the melody was beautiful. Again, with the, 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 the sort of haunting... Plucking minor key, folksy.
0: He has nailed the plucking minor key.
1: Oh, I mean, all oh, a sign of a folk legend. Just <laughs> 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 really, and it, that sort of uh, anything in a minor key is right at my streets honest. I just thought it sounded awesome, and I think I think it might be my favorite non jovial Valley song. Okay. And my second favorite Valley song. <laughs>
0: oh okay
1: yeah have we heard your favourite will we'll not just yet, oh have we not no. okay it's actually the next one I got this email I got this email
0: I said
3: don't worry Mr Salesman cause I got this email from the prince of some country somewhere he said his plan can never fail I'll give him all my bank details and he'll make us both millionaires
1: That's, he's just very funny I, I think he's the only artist I have listened to i openly laughed out loud I suppose the, the final song that I enjoyed on this album, apparently, um, was Soldiers on the Wall.
3: Have my till I'm sane. I will go
1: I can't remember why I chose that <laughs> song in particular. It, I mean, it's very nice, but there's nothing that stands out especially that's like Find it all too repetitive. Yeah, it's um I think I think if he had if he if he had done more of the same as if of his first two albums, then yes I would have. Yeah, there there was a lot of things to smile about, mm. which you don't often do when you listen to music. Outwardly, I think inwardly you smile quite a lot. But like to actually walk along know. as if you're listening to a funny podcast. Yeah. Hi guys. <laughs> uh, I from that album really like she's been
0: drinking.
3: She's been taking. All oh, she can be Ever since she Dropped out of uni
1: Any particular reason?
0: Uh, no, I just enjoyed it. Good. I just Good. Glad it, you had fun. It's, it shows his ability to write those purely beautiful songs. Yeah.
1: So if we move on to the third album, Postcards from Asa Minor, Highlights to me were As For My Soul.
3: For many long years we scrubbed these decks And walked these restless streets We had home on our minds We had blisters on our feet And we sung our songs crooked...
0: Proper, like, drinking song. Gets you really going. Really going. Slapping your thighs. Super cool. yeah. The biggest song on that album, Seize the Night. right.
3: Never knew it'd take this long The same old streets, the same old songs The same wise words from old man John
0: Which I think has Frank Turner singing in the background
1: There's definitely a different voice in the background Yeah, there.
0: that's Frank Turner Okay, cool
1: um, The other highlight from this was Outside Over There
0: Outside
3: over there Where the war was raging Brought a little child far from home The Lord will take you
1: it is it, Yeah it makes me feel like it makes me feel good My, the, this, the, the, the only song I can think of That has made me Laugh out loud In public Is Talking Cat Blues
3: Have yeah. you had a trip or fall In the last six months It wasn't your fault I said yes Yes I have Then I said My girlfriend's just left me and you wanna Go to
1: Burger King With me sometime And she hung up
0: Oh yeah, that song
1: is brilliant. It's, it's so much fun, and yet to tell a very vivid story, vivid story or uh, painted. Yeah. He paints a very vivid picture. It's a story. It's, it's a it, story. Yeah,
0: that's that's what that's what folks all about is that storytelling. Is that
1: it's amazing.
0: Is that how I could just read this out to you? But you know what? I'm gonna put some uh-huh. guitar in the background and pluck along, and you're gonna nod your head
1: to it. The final two albums. He's definitely lost that joy. Yeah, I'm not Which quite is, sure what happened. It's quite happens. funny that it coincides with Brexit and Trump. <laughs> I don't mean to be a person to put two and two together, but that definitely comes up with four. Look at that. Kingdom Sundown 2016. And what's the first song of King's King? Sundown? the Sundown, first Sunday? song.
0: To build a wall. There we go.
3: Take this rose and this last kiss and as you roll remember this that when the last
0: i like uh we want our planet back on that album
3: we want our planet back we want our planet back let's make this planet great again
1: I did really enjoy these last two albums. It was a lot more serious, mm. which I'm not sure I appreciated. Just because potentially because of when I'm listening to these, It's actually I could do with a bit of a bit joviality. I could do with a bit of coalition hilarity yeah. right now. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah,
0: I don't know why he's got slightly less playful. I think I don't. Maybe he's trying to become more sort of serious mainstream artist. I'm getting a bit more, especially the final album, sort of James Morrison-y, which I'm... You're less keen on. Yeah, maybe. I'm less keen on. Even so, there are still beautiful, beautiful songs coming out of those albums.
1: I also really liked Back to Hell.
3: Rusty wedding bells, heavenly serenade Soldiers of fortune as they join the parade I saw a
1: dancing Purely just because it was a bit of a different chord progression, uh, but <laughs> he, he likes that same pro- chord progression, doesn't he? <laughs> he does, and this is a bit different. Again, it, it was a bit more um, musically wise. It was it was more playful. Yeah, lyrically less so. <laughs> I think I think it's a shame that, I, that we can sum up the final two albums quite quickly because there was such a lot of positivity in negativity in the first three. Uh, yes
0: it'll be interesting to see what he does next
1: yeah i got to say I'm actually quite intrigued which is rare for one of your choices of an artist <laughs> uh, so the highlight for me for the final album Spirit of Minnie
0: Spirit of
1: Minnie uh, Let It Slide
0: let
3: it roll let it roll let it slide out of control
0: why did you like that? I th- I think I
1: quite, I quite liked how gentle it was. It's all quite gentle, Tom. Yeah, there's something about this. I think maybe. What it was... about
0: the gentleness? Did you like?
1: Now you're asking. Now, now I suddenly can't just pick an adjective and <laughs> that just be a satisfactory answer. Um, what I liked about it was it was mellow. What do you think of that?
0: Yeah, that, that is an adjective. That's right, bitch. Mellow. Mellow. Leave it at that. Leave it at
1: that. Uh did you like seven days? Couldn't stand it. Ah, oh, already messing with you, I can't remember what it sounds like. I shut my eyes. I feel like I preferred him without a drum kit. Yes, I know what you mean. Which is an odd... I I can't believe I'm saying it. <laughs> I bloody love a rhythm section. It, when it's just him with an acoustic guitar,
0: it's like, this, these, are my, these are my thoughts. You're sort of
1: forced to listen.
0: Yeah, whereas Seven Days, I think, sounds more like a, a classic-y... Not pop song, but it's a more generic progression. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes next.
1: So next week, I would like to give you the music. The music. Aye, the music. What
0: can I expect from the
1: music? They're from Leeds. Ah. So they are a sort of Led Zeppelin for the modern age. In my opinion, severely underrated. And that's not a word I use lightly. No.
0: Severely underrated, a word Tom does not use lightly. That's like two levels of underrated. That's severely underrated. It's like hey. Michael Carrick, dressed as James Milner. <laughs> 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 what are you going to give me, bitch? Um, I'm going to give you Michael Kiranuka. And same question,
1: what can I expect from him? Soul folk. Uh, thank you ever so much for this evening. It's been a whole heap of fun.
0: No. It, it, yes, yes, it's been Yes, I've had a great time. Bye! Kiranuka.
1: just performed use. <laughs> <laughs>